0: So, this is part two with Eric Wood. Not sure what happened. Technical difficulties. Um, not even sure where we left off at. I hope we, hope, I hope we didn't lose much because there was some good content there. But um, I think we were talking about... I don't even know if they heard the part when I was talking about... Like, a lady who is like a mystery no and, i remember what we were talking about
1: we were talking about, you were talking about your belief in like how things happen like there's no coincidence oh yeah yeah i don't
0: believe in coincidences right and
1: i was kind of talking about how i think the world just kind of like it's not that i don't think that's a possibility it's just sometimes when i look at that it, i feel like it mystifies the world in a way where i can't make sense of it
0: yeah but i mean even if you don't think it that way you still can't really make sense of it
1: I, but, I, but my logic would be is that I don't think there's anything to make sense of. Whereas, like, people are finding meaning in things. they go going, like, oh, this was meant to be. Or, like, yeah, we were supposed to run into each other. Or if you believe in God, a lot of times they go, well, God brought me here. I'm, I need to be here. Or,
0: See, that part I don't believe in.
1: Yeah, I... I I, listen, and I'm not. Here's the thing: I'm not saying I believe in one thing specifically. True. I think I'm like firmly in the place where I'm like I actually don't know what I believe. I'm open to something that's convincing, and maybe this is part of the reason why I, you know. Um, I don't. Know. Anyway, but my, my point being is that it, it's diff- it's difficult for me to look at like the world and go, Yeah, this is what's happening, on a, like a global scale. I don't I don't really know necessarily all the time I can't, make, I can't give reasons or purpose as to why things are happening. I think sometimes they're just happening. and if I was to put it into a gospel sense or into a religious standpoint or a spiritual one, if, if that's easier for people to digest, is I would look at
0: it. I just don't know if God's as, as involved as people want to believe it. He's he is. not that's, I, yeah, that's my belief. I don't I, here's the thing. like I really struggle when people get extremely uh, religious and spiritual and, and put things into a context of, oh well. You know, I was driving around and I was lost, and suddenly mm-hmm. I had this spiritual inspiration telling me to turn right at the stop sign. Right. right there was the building I was looking for. Like, right. you're an idiot. That's called that's just dumb luck.
1: I don't know, but see, I have a hard time telling you that's not true. But I think for me, you're right. Like, it doesn't work. Like it's not that.
0: true. Anyone who does think <laughs> that is small-minded and ignorant.
1: No, <laughs> no, because here, here's it's like, called blind faith, he, and it's just he, stupid. But here's another thing, something I've experienced. Like a few months ago, that really nailed this in is you. you just, I just don't know. You don't know what other people are experiencing, and you, and honestly, it doesn't ruin my experience or my journey
0: if they're saying that. I'm fine with them thinking that. <laughs> you see that I I've had this conversation with someone before, not in the same context, but I feel like that's like a dangerous slope to let people just live stupidly. I feel like it's like. And,
1: uh, I'm not saying you don't say anything in a way you disagree. I mean, I, I but you like think people living living their own life, living their best life, if that, if that's what they... If
0: you I, truly believe that, like, oh, yeah, uh, I was going to have shredded wheat, but just last minute I felt like I should have had honeycomb. God must have wanted me to have honeycomb. Now, there's people who get that <laughs> stupid with these kinds of things. But, I've heard them. Listen, it's
1: not so much that I think someone is living in a way that is harmful to themselves where I wouldn't honeycomb. stand up and say something but i would i think the point i'm trying to make is if someone's like i'm living this way in my life and it makes me really happy who am i to say that that's not truth for them
0: but see and that right there i think is an issue that we have as a society like there's always a truth to let each person live their own truth i feel like that's dangerous socially i'm not
1: i'm not suggesting that that socially you allow for everybody to live their own truth because if we're being realistic, people's truths like there may be someone who who says, I enjoy eating the flesh of human beings. I mean that's obviously an, an insanely extreme version. There's people like that. But there's there's probably a small amount like that. I'm not saying everybody lives in this utopian society that everyone sure. gets to do whatever they want. What I'm saying is like if I look at someone who's Buddhist and lives in, you know, China and they're like,
0: nah dude, I I am living this life well they probably wouldn't call me dude, but see that that I'm fine I, I what I'm saying is this I'm fine with everyone living their own lives yeah to the point of like for example the Westboro Baptist Church okay I have an issue with them sure they're the ones who go out and protest God hates fags God hates you sure you're an atheist God hates you etc I have a problem with that but then you also have like let me be fair I have a problem with it too absolutely right and if you don't I have a problem with you to be honest If if you think that's okay here's the thing I'm fine with free speech. But what do you think should be done
1: about that?
0: Um, I feel like there should be no room for them, no question of whether or not they're socially accepted or not. They should be absolutely rejected 100%. And they are. Correct. But at the same time, I feel like there's something something needs to happen when you're that. For example, I'm willing to bet that most of those people, their IQ is less than 85. (laughs) 85 is the IQ. That's the level where you... You can read and comprehend basic instruction, but you struggle with anything more than that. Okay. Most of these people who are Westboro Baptists, they're probably like high functioning inbred of a, like legitimately like a IQ of like seventy nine to eighty four. Okay, they're not intelligent, right?
1: We, but there's, that's not really an objective like observation because you you haven't tested any of them. You're just you're you're giving that as like a like a. I got an observational IQ test based on the things that they're saying. Sure. But you also don't know what they were raised – like how they were raised. Like the information that they were indoctrinated with, someone someone crazy came along and, and started spewing this stuff and said this is this is the truth. God hates – you know, he, he hates homosexuals. God hates, you know – Dead soldiers, all this Essentially stuff. everything. Sure. It feels like God hates a lot of stuff. But he
0: – I don't feel like I need to know them because if you – I, I, I don't – if you just believe that naturally, there's something
1: wrong with that. Well, you. that's part of what I'm saying is I don't think they, they do believe that naturally. I don't think they woke up one day and said <laughs> But You, if know you what? don't
0: question that. That's what I'm saying. Like if you yeah, but but, but, but
1: if you were you were raised a specific way and you had no contact with the outside world, and I imagine that most of their children don't because they're homeschooled and they don't get any, like, they probably don't get to watch TV and movies, and you're told everything
0: is one way. They're protesting Joe Rogan's show in Kansas City <laughs> because they say he's an atheist and Joe Rogan tweeted and was like, I'm not even an atheist. <laughs> but he's like, think, is
1: that he's, like, agnostic or something or what? He's agnostic, yeah. yeah.
0: Like, he's, he's, he's very, uh, yeah, yeah. I,
1: I, I mean, I'm I'm on the firm belief there's no such thing as atheism. You're either you're agnostic or you believe in God, because Correct. part part of this this whole thing of and this isn't like any great you know big revelation, but it's the concept that atheism you know is that there's no proof that God exists, right? Sure. But then you ask an atheist and you say, well, out of all the information that exists in the world that's possibly known, out of all that that knowledge, what percentage do you think that you know? Sure. And they go. Let's say they're crazy and they go, 50% of everything that's possible to know, I know. Which is <laughs> insane. They wouldn't know that. Of course. Then you go, okay, 50%. Wow, you're really smart. Now, let me go ahead and ask you this. Would it be possible that out of that other 50% that you don't know, that there is evidence that God could exist? As, a, as, a, as a, someone who's grounded in science, they have to believe that is a possibility. Because that's the whole concept of science. Is it, that it, is that something is the way it is until it's proven. For sure, right. So if someone is able to prove them that God exists, then they wouldn't be an atheist anymore, and so the whole concept of atheism is flawed in itself. You can't not believe in something if it's rooted in science, because the moment I prove it to you, then you believe in it. Valid <sighs> point. So there, it's we have we have a lot of agnostics, people that just don't know one way or the other, that's fine.
0: I actually respect the view of uh, of agnostics. I I because even being. Christian I I I still have I'll be honest I still have doubts and things that I definitely question to the point where it's like this question that I'm asking myself actually makes a lot more sense than the basic I don't want to use the word trivial but the basic blind answer blanket response that I'm getting yeah you know yeah but I mean to each their own I mean and I was being I was being dramatic and and, and trying to be funny when I was saying that like (laughs) you know etc. But I feel like a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, when people... I I, I explain it this way. I've explained this to to friends of mine before. Being Christian uh, and believing in God, like I don't believe, and you you mentioned this earlier, I don't think that God really wants to be a part of every factor of my life. I don't believe that he cares how I dress or what I eat or where I drive or which direction I go. I don't believe that if I'm, you know doing something and something small happens like oh wow I, 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 you know how about yeah because you hear those things and it's like really like yeah like my 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 parents would
1: my, you know and again this is no indictment on my parents i love my parents and they're sure. great parents but you know we, we lose my football jersey when i was going you know on peewees and we well, maybe did you pray to heavenly father and ask him if you right. can find it right and we ended up finding it and part of me looks back now and goes well we probably found it because we Looked, there. Looked everywhere in Looks the house. That spot.
0: We went to the one spot, and there it was.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's hard. It's hard. I don't know. Like, I don't want to like sound like I'm, you know, apostatizing in a way where it's like, I don't believe. Because I would say that I actually fluctuate between like, you know, a, a steady belief and agnosticism. I really do. There's times where I'm and just like, healthy. I have, I don't
0: know. I feel like that's healthy, to be honest. Because like, this is the way that I explain it, right? I've explained this to friends of mine. So I've got three kids, right?
1: Every time you have a kid, you go, God exists. This is the realest thing ever. <laughs> no, no, And then no. every time they're yelling, you're going, is there even a God? There can't be. There can't be. There's no way. This is a godless world.
0: So I've got three kids and I can't imagine my kids doing anything great or anything horrible in the world where I'm going to take credit for it. I'm not going to take credit for anything that like my kids do, good or bad. Like, they're independent people. They have their own thoughts, their own desires, etc.
1: So you wouldn't feel responsible as a, as a parent if later in life... One of your kids, again, random, crazy, insane example sure. goes into a school and shoots up a school. Not a chance. You're gonna go. I
0: taught him the correct Absolutely. way. Absolutely. I'm assuming it's your and, son. It might be a daughter. Sure. Maybe, maybe Abby goes. There's not a chance I would uh, take any responsibility for that. None, unless I left my guns out with a note, with a sticky note attached to him and said, "Hey, buddy. <laughs> sure. Have fun."
1: Yeah, I'm not a parent. I don't know what that, that emotion would be but like. But, the, 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 but, reason, but okay. I think there are people out there that would feel that guilt. And of I'm not course. saying that one way is right or wrong. I'm not
0: saying there's one way right right or wrong either. But for me, that's, I, I feel like being a parent and like wanting the best for my children, all I can do is teach them the best that I can. And if I truthfully put forth that effort to do the best that I can for my children and they still make mistakes, that's on them. Right? If they sure, yeah. If they're successful. Congrats. To you. I'm super proud of you. Super psyched. You did it. Right. I didn't I didn't get a doctorate. Right. I didn't get a PhD. I'm not am not a physician. If my kid does that? Right. So you. You,
1: you don't take it personal as what you mean, but like you obviously get excited if they do something of good course. and if they do something bad like that, you do something you still feel that I sad. Have with God,
0: right? Like God doesn't want credit for the decisions that I make trivial or monumental. That's interesting. He, he 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 says, "You know, what? I gave you a brand, a heart, and a spirit. Your decisions are yours, yeah, you know what's right and wrong, you know how to do you you know what the purpose of your life is to the extent of All right you know I mean it's agency in its clearest form correct exactly, And agency is I think something that we've lost um a clear definition of because I don't believe that there can be." And intervention sure well free agency exists no
1: th- yeah this is this is my frustration a lot of times with the culture of the, of of like you know the lds church like which is obviously prevalent here in utah sure is a lot of times i get these people that are like you know i'm dating this 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 person and i really like them i had a lot i think i'm gonna pray and and, and see if if they're one. and i'm like and i just sit there and i want to bash my head against a wall and go listen what do you think the whole if, – if the, if the Mormon religion is true, if the doctrine is being espoused is honest and correct, do you think God's going to come in and, and go, you do, do this but don't do this? Right. Like the whole concept is that you come down here and exercise free agency on your own. correct
0: But for some people that's – to me, I, I find that uh, almost like a slap in the face and like you're missing the point. Yeah. That's my opinion.
1: That they're not coming and asking you for help. Well, they should be coming to you.
0: No, I don't <laughs> have that responsibility. I feel like people like neglecting like like human beings are God's greatest creation or the universe is great. Whatever your belief is, human beings are the greatest creation, right? Yeah. And you have all the tools necessary to make decisions. Well, look at it this way: if your kid, if
1: Abby, when she's older and she's eighteen, comes to you, maybe you're a little different. But it, but if she goes, Dad, I've been dating this guy and um and let's say you haven't seen anything about this guy that you think is off but you're not really sold one way or the other sure you and she's like dad i love this guy and i'm thinking about marrying him i imagine you're is it 10 okay she's she's 25
0: okay that's better okay
1: she's she's thinking about getting married whatever the age may be and she, you feel comfortable about the age let's just sure. plug in that number there Eighteen's <laughs> not the right number you're right it's too young
0: what the hell first of all i, I totally failed <laughs> somewhere as a father you're like, go to your room. You're grounded. <laughs> i really did You can't tell me what to do. You're going to boarding
1: school. So so she comes to me and she's like, Dad, I love this guy. We've been dating for a while. And I think he's going to ask me to marry him. And I, I think I'm going to say yes. What do you think? I imagine your response would be something along the lines of, does he make you happy? Yes. Yeah. Does he treat you with respect? Yes. Yeah. Do you think he's going to be a good father? Yes. Is he a hard worker? Yes. Then I trust your decisions.
0: Go for it. Do whatever you want. And that's how I look at, like, for example, like... I think God's.
1: I think God functions in the same way. 100%. But if he, if she came to you and said, Dad, I like this guy,
0: should I marry him? I'll say, no, you shouldn't. Why the, you? Fact that, the fact that you have to ask me if you should or shouldn't means that you shouldn't. That's right. So, like, that's for correct. me, you buy up, like, the LDS culture. Like, I personally believe that um, a lot of times people, like, pray and they don't get an answer and they really struggle and I will, mm-hmm. whatever, etc. For me personally, like, if I pray about something and I don't get an answer or I pray about something and I... I I don't get a certain specific answer that I'm hoping for or, mm-hmm. or any answer at all. I'm like, okay, God trusts me to make that decision. Yeah. Go. And but, then I act on
1: it. And part of me feels like a lot of people are doing this because they want to pass the buck. Because in many ways we become a society of cowards. Absolutely. We we are scared to make decisions and be w- willing to take... And it
0: gives you the ability to blame something if it That's doesn't right. work out.
1: The moment, because if you go to God and he does give you a yes, or you have somehow created that in your mind... Sure then if something goes wrong, then the first person you look at is not yourself. You look at God and you go, hold on here. You told me that this was right to do. So why is this bad now? And then they go, maybe God isn't real. Maybe the church isn't true. Right. You know what? Maybe the Bible was made up. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, How can I trust anything anymore if I can't trust myself? Yeah. But the truth is, is, Yourself is the person who's deceiving you. Correct. And and I'd be and I would and to be honest, I don't think it's many people's faults. No. The do, the doctrine has been convoluted into the culture into a way that it's become false doctrine. Sure. And people think that they can go to God and get whatever rose colored glass answer they want. Right. That will make them happy, or that God will come to them with a crystal ball and go, "Yes, right. you should marry this man. He he, good fortune will be sent to you if you marry him." True. But it's like, guys. Every marriage is going to be sucky at some point. Every marriage is going to have sickness. Every marriage is going to have your ups and your downs. And every time that happens, typically the person to blame if something is going wrong, it's, you're you, going or to have, it's you or the other. I mean, you got to point the finger at yourself at For some sure. point. Just self-responsibility. And, and, and if you do that, typically those are the people that have long-lasting marriages. For sure. The other ones are divorced. For sure. It's true. I guess like me. It happens.
0: Happens of the best of us. Feels bad, man.
1: I mean, hashtag too soon.
0: How long has it been? Like four years? It's been five years. Five years. And right. to be and,
1: and for the sake of, you know, the story, I, I didn't want to get divorced. I wanted to work it out. Yeah, but it happens. That's rough. Yeah,
0: but. But wrapping up. But on that note. On that note, thanks for uh, thanks for listening <laughs> and for being a part of this. <laughs> um no but I mean yeah if anything we can leave
1: with people listening is that at the end of the day be responsible for your life make decisions cuz I think that's been the theme of this it's like for sure for me and my, like and, and and you're here this is no dream i'm not living some massive dream like my life uh, yeah i like to act but i'm not doing anything big uh, you know the stuff i do like i'm squeaking by to pay my bills like, I'm insanely anxious about being able to pay my bills and where the next paycheck is coming from. But the truth is, I'm living the life that I'm choosing to live. And, sure. I'm, and I'm passionately um, devoted to that. And at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out, the person I blame, it's not God. God sure. didn't put me here. No. It's not my parents. He my gave parents you all the tools
0: you here. needed. Your parents raised you that's right. ra- the best that they knew how. That's right. That, ex- that's right. That's
1: exactly right. And did my parents make mistakes? Yes, they made a ton of mistakes of because they are human beings, right. and just like me, they mess up. At the end of the day, though, I'm living the life that I want to live because I think it's the right thing to do. And if something goes wrong, it's on me. And I think that's commendable.
0: I think that's the way that everybody right. should, um, should should honestly should live their lives. I think life is a lot. Life is uh, something that you get to do one time. And the fact that people spend a lot of their time passing it by in a nine-to-five cubicle for eight hours. And then they go home and they hang out and they sleep for eight hours. or 16, Two-thirds of your life is spent doing things that are worthless.
1: And, but, here, but I'll also say this as like a, a side note, as a disclaimer. There are lots of people out there that have their passion, the for things sure. they love. It's their sure. family, religion, community, whatever it may be. And that 9 to 5, there also is something at that 9 to 5 that they're, that they're loving. Sure. They don't have the anxiety that you and I would have you know, walking into. True.
0: There's uh, people that are wired differently, for sure. 100%. Like, I know people that are phenomenal at their jobs. They work 50, 60 hours a week. They love, love it. it. That's right. And they make great money. And, and they go
1: home and they, they have a great family life. Yeah. You know, at least a perceived
0: family great family life. And that's great. That's their... That's their, that's, that's their truth. That's their truth. Yeah. Right? And for me, I, I I I've tried that. I've tried corporate America. Yeah. I, I did well there, but at the same time, while I was doing well there by corporate America sure. terms, I was dying inside every time I went to work. Yeah. Like that phrase kind of has become cliche, but oh, yeah. it's a very real thing. Like oh, hundred percent. On the drive to work in Southern California traffic at seven forty, Yeah, you're white-knuckling it all there, literally. Literally get there, and I already have pit stains at 8 a.m. because I'm freaking, <laughs> like, stressed out. Your nervous. boss is looking at you like, Matt, you okay? Did you ride a bike to work? Uh, like, no, I'm fine, man. I'm fine. Exactly. So, yeah. But, yeah, I like the way that you wrapped it up. I'm super excited we got to talk. And um, for those of you listening, thanks so much. Continue to listen to our podcast, and um, we will chat soon. Muchas gracias.